You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Hello and welcome to another episode in the series Composing on the Guitar with TC. Today we will look at the major scale and how we can tweak it with interval theory. If you want to get this episode on YouTube, then you can grab the video version there and you can watch TC perform on the guitar in real time. <laughs> that is fantastic. I would actually do this if I were you. But anyway, the audio version also does the trick. So let's jump right into the content. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm the composition guy that loves the guitar. My world is all about composing, and I like to show how compositional techniques work on the guitar in the hopes that will turn guitar players into composers, songwriters, and such. So in the last few little lessons we've had, we've been looking at the interval 10, and we've looking, been looking at its position change, which is a 2 and a 14. So 2, 10, 14. And uh, we were introduced briefly to 1. Remember, 1 means 1 semitone, 1 interval. It's only that, all right? And it's it, it, it sounds like this. <laughs> That's a 1. And it's a harsh sound, unless you know what to do with it. And so today we're going to learn a little bit about one and what to do with it. The one th the, the one thing <laughs> you need to know about one is that it has a PC. PC means position change. And the way you find it is you subtract from 12 because there is 12 semitones or ones in an octave. And so if I subtract one from 12, I get 11. So ones and 11s are the same notes. So I'll show you here. So if I have, this is a little bit of stretch, but I have an A and a B flat. Okay, it's an A and a B flat. There's, there's my A and here's the B flat. Okay, so if I take the uh, B flat and play it here and put the A up here, now I get an 11. So this is 1, 11. And as we talked about before, 1s have a resolution. Just like, remember, 10s have a resolution. 10s resolve to 9s or 8s, which we're going to show you what that means again. But 1s resolve, a 1 resolves to a 9. Okay, 1 resolves to a 9 which is a three, it's a position of a three. So let me confuse you further. Ones resolve to threes. Okay, so elevens uh, resolve to nines though. So I'm gonna show you this. Okay, so here's a one. And we've this is review, we've had this before. So uh, one resolves to three. That means if I pull this guy down two, that's gonna, that's gonna be a three. So from here to here is now three, and now it's two, and now it's one. See, so 
and we can resolve it by closing up from the the top note too because okay so that's that's a review now the 11s are what are kind of fun because they're open because it's a bigger interval and you can put stuff in between them you can put a You can get some pretty things, but we're only going to worry about the interval now because 11s and 10s, 1s and 2s are what really kind of make up scales and chords. And if I show you um, uh, just a scale using 1s and 10, or I'm sorry, 11s and 10s. So here's a G scale. And so I'm G scale, and it's going to be a major scale. Okay, so we're going to put an 11 against that. And that's an 11. And 11 resolves to a 9. That's a pretty sound. And the next 11 is going to be on what would be the four chord. So a major scale has two chords that naturally have 11s in them. Now that's prettier than just this. Right? Isn't it? Right, so we're, co we're composing. Now, we're composing. This is how you compose. You use techniques. Pretty soon, you've got a bunch of ideas, and you're connected to the creative pool. The creative pool is for everybody. You know, you, if, once you're connected, you forget about time. There is no time in the creative pool. When you're in there, if you find that, oh my gosh, it's three hours I've been sitting here. That's because you're, you're in the, you're swimming. You're swimming in the creative pool and there is no time, which is great. So learning techniques like this will help you get to the creative pool so you can go swimming, get refreshed. All right, so here we are. Uh, here's the G scale using 10s and 11s. No resolution though. two 11s, all the rest are 10s, the whole scale. Eleven, ten, ten, eleven, ten, ten, eleven. Oh, I'm sorry, ten, eleven. Okay, now each of those resolves. And remember, 11's resolve to 9, so it's going to be this. And the next one is on the 4 chord, which would be up here. So you'd have... The next root tone is A, and that's going to be a 10. 10 can resolve to 9 or 8. And in this case, we're going to resolve to whatever the scale tone is, and that's going to make it a 9. 
So now you got. Now we're going to go to the B. Remember, we're playing the scale. So B, that's a 10. It resolves to an 8. So now I have. Now I go to the fourth chord, which is the C. That resolves to a 9. So 9, 9, 8, 9, 9, 8, 8. So if I play the scale, So remember, this is coming from the theory of ones and twos and the nature of them. All of this, what we just played, are ones and twos. Remember, we started off by saying, well, here's the one sound. Well, that's, you're getting a lot more than that out of it now, right? So, because when you do this, So you can really just tinkle around and get a lot of fun, very musical lines and sounds out of the guitar. And remember, we're not playing chords. <laughs> I guess you could call it chords if you want. I just think of it as the intervals, because if I start thinking of chords, then I'm thinking, okay, well, if I'm in G and I go to an F sharp, it's an F sharp minor seven flat five. And then it's a, a B minor seven. And then it's an E minor seven. And an A minor seven. And then a D seventh. And then a G. Or some derivation of those. But if I'm thinking tens, it's. Tens and elevens. You have the all, all of the major scale tones uh, available to you in that interval. So an 11 is like in diatonic thinking. Remember, diatonic means pertaining to a scale. You have diatonic and you have intervallic. Intervallic is only where you are. It's just the interval. Diatonic is the chord tones, scale tones, all that sort of stuff. So what we want to do is take chords and scales and apply intervallic thinking to them because when you're playing an interval each interval has a nature and remember like i told you the nature of tens it has not only a resolution but it, it as an interval wants to move so here's a 10 resolution but it wants to go here right so and this guy When you open it up to a 14, takes you there, takes you to a new place. So this is very fun. And I would say your homework, if I'm going to 
you know, have any kind of rights at all in your in your learning here, I would say your homework is to become very familiar with the major scale played in 11s and 10s. If you just do that. And you'll you'll start to hear it and then you'll start resolving automatically your ear will hear the resolution. Don't forget you can resolve with either note in an interval. You can resolve with the bottom going up or uh, top one coming down. Like if this comes down, the bottom can go up. So if I wanted to do this, I could go. See, knowing that both sides can move starts to give you counterpoint. It's all it's all connected. Diatonic, intervolic. No one's good, no one's bad. They're both great. They're really great when you put them together. And it'll help you make uh, beautiful compositions that have movement in them that are a little different than just trying to find some nice chords. Uh, you know, it's not like not everybody's going to find the comping pattern to, to like neon, right? Okay, so that's all for today. I, I hope you learned something. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to keep doing these until I get tired, I suppose. Anyway, I hope you have a blessed week and that you have a very successful educational week on the guitar. Remember, this is a composer that loves the guitar and loves to apply compositional techniques to the guitar. Okay, see you soon. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.com.